Okay, we're back on Burlington on the spot, and today we have Dina Ziegler. Said that right, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, she's in here from Prairie Family Center. Correct. So today we're going to talk about Prairie Family Center. Okay. So I guess my first thought is thanks for coming in, and I think we're going to talk about some events you guys have coming up. But before we do that, let's can you give us some history and just you know what Prairie Family Center is, what your services are, what you offer? Okay. Because I think there's probably most people know, but you know if they don't, it'd be good to tell them. Okay. So um, we became a family center in 1996, um, and then when we became a 2000 or a 501c3 in 2001. There's 33 centers in the state, and we created our own um, association. So um, we are able to um, lobby and be able to uh, find funding because we're now a part of an association. So that has been a great um, thing for our uh, for all the centers across the state. Um, our um, mission is providing our community with education and resources needed to build and support healthy, functional families. Uh-huh. And our vision is your success. So um, even though um, a, a lot of people come into our organization needing help, needing services, um, we're able to then take those services and go and beyond that and try to help them to become successful. So maybe with case management, setting goals, things like that. Wow, that's awesome. So yeah. 33 of them, is that is that one in each county? Or, I mean, it's not. Because I don't know um, how many counties there are. I don't know either. I think there's like 76. Yeah, I was like, my math was off. But <laughs> yeah. that's a lot. I, yeah, so yeah. are they're all a part of that same organization, that Prairie Family Center? It is. So and we they're have all different names and stuff? Or? Different names. Um, and we... Uh, have a membership, so we have to um, pay in dues, and then with that, we are able to get some um, funding passed through um, the association, but then it also helps us to have the same practices across um, all three, or 33 centers, so the same family, or the family support assessment that we use um, is across all three, 33 centers. Um, we're able to uh have the same policies and and regulations, things like that, um, across the thirty three centers because we have this association. And that probably makes it good to share best practices and then it help does. build more programs. Yep. yep. Take learnings and takeaways and exactly. Yep. Well, that's good. So, how long have you been in your role at Prairie? I've been with Prairie Family Center since um, two thousand and eight. Oh wow! And I came on as the health advocate and did that for about. Uh, seven years, and then I've been um, the director for, I think I'm going on seven. So, so a long yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. And you've seen it grow and change quite a bit, too, because you guys moved, and I guess we're coming up, man, I can't believe it's been, what, over a year? It has been. A, a year, year and a half, or? Uh, February was a year. Right before COVID. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. why it's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so a year ago you moved, and now, do you want to give out your address? So Yep. So um, we moved, yeah, a year ago um, in February, and we actually purchased our own building. And um, so we're at 1040 Rose Avenue. And um, so with us owning that space, we've been able to do a lot um, to be able to promote what Pride Family Center is. If you drive by Rose Avenue, you'll see that the parking lot has been painted Um, yeah, we, uh, it looks awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Last summer we had, um, a bunch of kiddos come in and we bought a bunch of paint, had a bunch of paint donated and 
just started painting squares on the parking lot. And so that's our hope is that we're going to be able to just keep continuing to paint and make it family friendly. Yeah. And it's an awesome, it's an awesome store now because it's, you've got the, the donations. If people have donations, they can come and drop off, right? For clothing, food, stuff like that. Right. And in the thrift store is in the front. Yeah, the thrift store is on the um, south side of the building, and then our offices are on the east side. And um, so the thrift store is a program of the family center. So we're able to provide um, uh, cost-effective, affordable clothing, housewares um, for our community. And um, also, if a family was needing help and needed um, you know, housewares, pots and pans, dishes, things like that, or maybe clothing to um, help with a, to get them ready for um, a job interview, or maybe they just need um, clothes to help them. Uh, maybe it's cold weather's come in and we need, they need a coat or snow boots, or maybe it's now it's summertime and they are needing some, you know, shorts and things like that to get them ready for the summer season they could come in and we do have um, a voucher system that. Um, How does that work? So we do have a family sort of family support assessment 2.0 that they have to come in and work with an advocate. And um, uh, there's a pre um, assessment. And then we do a, another assessment in three months just to see where they're at. Um, there's goal setting along with that assessment. So once they've completed that with an advocate, then um um, we'll review and see, you know, how how many dollars we may be able to allow, and usually it's about twenty dollars. So that's twenty dollars worth of clothing, housewares, things like that, to help get them on their feet, back on their feet, or if exactly. they're in a tough situation, huh? Yep. Wow, right. that's awesome. So, on a typical day, do you just get a wide variety of different of folks coming in? So I would imagine some people come in and they're buying stuff, and then that all goes towards the programs. Right. So profit from the thrift store, yeah, helps programs that um, are in existence or programs that maybe we haven't been able to continue because the grant has ended. And so some of that um, uh, profit is going to be able to sustain our programming. Um, Some programs that we have are um, parenting classes, and um, we have uh, four parenting classes that we're planning this summer. Um, We have a Spanish speaking that um, I'm looking at uh, Blanca de Leon from Stratton and Rita Mandis being able to help facilitate. And then we're looking at a nurturing parenting in the park, which is going to be a seven week program and um, nurturing fathers in the park with uh, Chase McCullough. Okay, um, I know Chase. Very yeah, cool. Yeah. And so um, the Spanish speaking, um, you know, we just want to make sure that uh, we're being um, uh, able to provide d- diversity and um, inclusiveness within our community. And um, this isn't a class we've ever been able to facilitate before. And so now with these new um, staff members, we're really excited to be able to provide this for our Spanish-speaking community. That is awesome. Yeah, and so we're looking at the park and probably um, during the day sometime. Um and then um, nurturing parenting in the park. Uh, so that being a seven-week program, we're looking at July sixth, and it would be in the evenings about five thirty. We will provide a free meal. We'll have um, our curriculum, and then we'll come together and just play and do some fun stuff at the park. 
And so that that's how many weeks long is that one? Seven weeks. Seven weeks. And is it at, like once a week or once a week for seven weeks starting July sixth? Oh, that is awesome. And yeah. then like what what does that look like? What do you what are you going over? I mean, so um, the curriculum talks fr- from. Um, uh, brain development um, into um, different discipline from uh, talking over um, time out, uh, loss of privileges, um, restitution, things like that. Um, we talk about um, what your child might be going through. So we're going to talk about feelings, emotions, um, and things like that. And then how do you typically in the past, how have you gotten the word about this stuff? Like probably in the paper and online? Yeah, we advertise through the paper, Burlington Record, um, Facebook, our website, which is prairiefamilycenter.com. Um, yeah, that's been how. And then who's, who would you say is a good fit for this? I mean, any parent? Any or, parent. I mean, just looking to say, hey, I need a little bit of help. Yeah. So I've been teaching this class um, since 2008. And, um, so I had little ones and now my youngest is 19 and he still lives at home and I'm still using nurturing parenting (laughs) as a tool to help, um, uh, communicate with my son. Um, so we're not saying that you're a bad parent. We're just saying that this is a tool. And so, um, parenting is, and each child has, um, we have a toolbox for each child so we were like, oh, you know, mom, I'd learned something from my mom and it works. You know, it was awesome for me when I was a child. I'm going to try this on my child. Um, you know, um, I have something from my dad and that was really great. Um, or you know what? My mom did this and it wasn't great. I am not going to put this in my toolbox. I'm going to um, take this out. Um, but, I, you know, I, I learned something from parenting class. I'm going to put that in my toolbox. And then each child is, has a different toolbox. So it, everything that we work, use on one child is not going to work on the next child. And so that's all the um, parenting class is, is just a tool. And just try it, see if it works. Um, and it's just a place to support each other and encourage each other as parents. And share best practices and, share and what ba- works. And maybe even yeah. go over some of the issues that you're, exactly. like, how do I handle this? Exactly. It's a place to talk, a place to learn, and a place to grow. That is super cool. Exactly. Uh, is it, have you done this before? Or is this a new program? Or? Nope. We've been doing this. Um, I've been there since 2008 and we've been doing, um, every summer, every summer, every fall. <laughs> I mean, uh, nurturing parenting is, has, there's a new class about, um, so it, it lasts about 15 weeks. This class in the summer, we did find a new curriculum that nurturing parenting facilitates for a seven week program that we could fit into the summer. But, um, like right now we have a, a class going on in Stratton and, um, so we take off about three weeks so we can advertise, and then we start again. So we have a parenting class going nearly year-round. And then what, how, how many people do you usually get that attend those? Um, we, we would like to have you know five to maybe seven families, um, uh, and kiddos are in, invited too because we have a curriculum for them. So if we're talking about um, family rules with the uh, parents, we're talking about family rules with the kiddos, and then those – uh, families are going to go home and create their family rules together. So um, it's an option. It's a you know a time for families to work together on this um, nurturing. Yeah. So they're yeah. becoming a team and figuring exactly. it out. Exactly. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. That you guys yeah. do that. What yeah. other are the big programs that you have coming up this summer? So this summer we're also going to do um, uh, the Burlington Elementary School is having summer school, and then they'll have. Um, 
uh, free breakfast and lunch. And then after lunch, Prairie Family Center is going to provide um, CATCH, which is an exercise program for preschool through sixth grade um, at the elementary school. So as soon as lunch is over, they can go for another hour, and we'll be so from 12.15 to 1.15. Um, so it's a great place for your kiddos to spend the summer. They can do um, school and have breakfast and lunch and then come and play, and then you can get your kiddos back at 1.15. So what does catch mean? <laughs> what do you do for that hour? So it's um, uh, we have a curriculum of different, a variety of different games, activities um, that the kids can will be doing. Um, I'll have you know facilitators there and aides that are going to be able to help. Um, that and, is awesome. Yeah, so they're just playing. It could be you know water games. Um, it could be soccer, basketball, whatever you know is for that session. Um, it goes two days a week for um, four weeks. Okay. So, yeah, because I think our son is going to be overdoing that. Yeah, so that's good, why I'm excited. Good, yeah. And that sounds like yeah. that's really pushing the physical, your physical fitness, just exactly. trying to keep them moving. Yep. Keep them moving. Yeah. And then um, there will be a little bit of conversations about um, nutrition and, you know, talking that's a good. little bit about, you know, taking, um, we do a, a whoa, uh, slow and go process. So um, you have an apple, that's your go, because you can um, eat that. It's going to give you... Um, the energy to, to keep on going. Um, slow is maybe we um, have taken that apple and made it into apple juice. And so now we've added, prob- there's probably really three or four apples to create that apple juice. Okay. And then um, the whoa is um, maybe that apple is now apple pie. It's okay to have <laughs> So <laughs> apple. is that like whoa? Like- <laughs> whoa. Um, yeah, so it's okay to have that apple pie once in a while, but it's not okay to have that apple pie That's every day. That's catchy too. That so, yeah. Whoa, go slow. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so, anyway, catch will be um, Mondays and Tuesdays from 12.15 to 1.15. And in the month of June. And then in July, we're going to continue to um, – uh, provide catch. We just haven't quite come up with a time frame yet. We're going to visit with the school and see what works for them. Um, but we might try to do something a little bit more in the morning. So it's uh, possibly a little bit cooler in nice. July. So you guys and are going to be busy. We are. We are. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I didn't, I honestly, I know you guys did a lot, but I didn't know the specific programs you were running and that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Wasn't there, was there another one? Cause We'd, that's, we do on Thursdays um, in July or in June, excuse me, um, from nine to ten. We're going to do um, a sensory and learning activity for preschoolers, and so we're going to have um, set up. Um, we have purchased also um, one sixty one Tenth Street, which is just north of um, our building. Yep. And we're going to cl- we're cleaning that lot off as we speak. Um, so we've demolished, and we're going to start cleaning that lot and turn that space into a learning space. Um, and so right now it'll be um, the sensory activities for preschoolers with water, bubbles, sand. Um, we're going to have um, bring CSU in, and they're going to do some education on gardening. Um, wow. Yeah, we're going to uh, paint with dirt or mud um, and then actually let them you know plant some different things from um, – we've – seen a thing where you take um and make a little mud ball and add eyes and face you know nose and mouth and then 
grass seed on top to grow hair and oh, that's so neat. yeah lots of fun stuff where the uh, preschoolers are going to get to just when does that space become open our plan is that we will begin to um the first week of june that so um, coming up yeah we're yeah. that's our hopes is we're going to get that lot cleaned off by june and then we're also hoping to um uh, have some raised beds on that lot and create a garden space where we would be able to let the community come in and um, uh, receive some education. CSU um, will be available for some education. And then we also have a, a retired teacher that is um, planning to help with some education and um, uh teaching a lot about gardening, but also then um, helping us with the planting process and um, watering and weeding and, and then the harvest. And then our hopes is that some of the harvest can actually even go back into our food bank. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah that'd be yeah. great. Yeah, right now we're serving um, 40 families um, of seniors with some produce that were received from uh, the Colorado Food Pantry. Okay. And those are some local growers we have um, some growers out of Bethune and Stratton that were able to get, um, oh, we had lettuces and potatoes and onions, um, cage-free uh, eggs, and grass-fed beef. Um, wow. And we were able, to, and we've been able to um, feed 40 seniors. Um, and so our hopes is that we can continue this produce from our own garden to be able to help to keep helping that out yeah, and supplement exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Where do the seniors is, is, are those seniors that just said, Hey, we need a little bit of help then, or how does that work? Um, we have a program. Um, it's called, um, commodities food service program. And so you have to be over 60 and then it is income based. Okay. Um, and so those are, you know, seniors that are on a fixed budget. Um, if there were seniors that um, were wanting to have access to this food, all they have to do is just come into the office and, you know, we will sign them up. So. That is great. Well, and yeah. I, I think when we push this out here and try and let people know about it, a lot of times people are hesitant to reach out sometimes. So it's kind of one of those things, if you know somebody that this might be good for, I guess that's kind of the message today, right? Let them, they can come down and talk to you guys and get them started in the right direction. Exactly, yeah. I had no idea about all these programs. How did <laughs> yep. you, what the relationship with CSU, how did that come about? Um, so they had came to us last year and asked um, if we would be interested in a uh, grow and give program that they do. And so they um, would give uh, Prairie Family Center some plants. So we had tomato plants and um, some cucumber and some lettuces, I think it was, that they had started. And then they brought those plants to Prairie Family Center and then we had people take those plants home. And when they did that, they registered with CSU. And then um, when they took those plants home and planted them and then the harvest, they could donate back to our food pantry. Okay. And so we um, got involved with them uh, through that. And then um, this has always been a heart's desire. I think not even mine, but um, a lot of our board is to have a um, educational uh, gardening space where we can yeah. um, uh, just, you know, we health is a big um, uh, resource that Prairie Family Center has been trying to tap into and trying to provide for our community um, with 
we've had exercise for many years and a program that um, we've done is Cooking Matters. It's a, a, um, a place for people to le- learn how to cook healthy foods. And um, so we've been doing those for years, since 2008, since I've been there. And um, so now it's like, okay, so now what else can we do besides um, providing these programs that um, we've been doing for years, but start, um, you know, a place to learn how to um, grow our own foods. And so very That's going to be amazing with that new space. Yes. And then also it sounds like kids are going to be involved down there, so they'll get to learn, and they love, I mean, playing in mud for sure. Sure. But then also they'll probably be able to learn some of that stuff with the growing yeah. food and gardening and yeah. – and then with that um, kicking off with this uh, garden, our hopes is to purchase a space, so whether it be um, a building, um, a modular, something that we would be able to provide um, a space for life skills um, teaching. So um, I'm thinking like if we were to put a modular in, it would have a kitchen, it would have a living room space, a space for... Um, uh, learn uh, um, other learnings. <clears throat> no, and I think that that's phenomenal because stuff that a lot of people take for granted. It's, right. It's you know you take it for granted that everyone knows how to maybe say balance their checkbook. Exactly. Is that type of stuff too. That where you're helping with money management yep. and just cooking and preparing stuff. Yeah. So we would you know invite even um, maybe middle schoolers, um, high schoolers, and then you know young families that um, may not have those skills and being able to help them so that they can be that success. Well, it's the other thing about that that's amazing too is you talk to kids that are coming out now that are 18, 19, and a lot of times they're getting hit with credit card offers and stuff like that at like 16 or 17, and they come out and they don't have any clue. Right, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's going to be a big service. Yeah, and so, um, you know, teaching them about what those uh, predators are that are out there. Um, and you know, it could be as simple as a credit card. Um, yeah. yeah. So just giving definitely. them the skills to succeed yeah. that aren't really probably aren't taught in school. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, any other programs to talk about or? Um, so I, I'll go a little bit over some of the programs that we do. So, um, we are first and foremost, a resource and referral. So, um, that family is going to come into our office. They're um, looking for a resource, and we will either try to meet that resource within our facility or refer them to an agency um, within our community um, that would be able to meet that need or what service. Are, do you have a couple examples of, of what that would look like? Um, so we do have funding for uh, where we can pay um, some utility bills. So that funding, um, we receive it quarterly. So there might be a time that we're, we don't have that funding um, because we've already spent that money. And so we would refer them to an organization that may be able to assist. Oh, okay. Um, maybe it's an aging, you know, a program where we, aren't, we don't have a program. Maybe it's um, an area agency program that they would be able to service. Or um, Department of Human Services, um, uh, you know, maybe they're needing um, a service from them that we just don't have. But so. really, so the resource piece, or the, the re- that's the referral. And the resource right. piece is if somebody has pretty much, from what I'm hearing, any kind of a situation that they need help with, they can start by reaching out exactly. to you guys. Yep. 
And then you can either help them here or you can refer them to the right place if you can't help them. Right. Okay. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Wow. That's fantastic. Yeah. So um, we do have um, our food pantry. We have um, a food pantry in-house that can be accessed um, once a month. Um, and to do that, they're going to have to complete the Colorado Family Support Assessment 2.0. Um, and then we also have a food pantry that is a drive through and that food pantry is um, the second Monday of each month at the community center. Okay. Um, so we have those two. And then we have um, the uh, Commodities Food Service Program for 60 and over. And that's always the fourth Thursday. And okay. right now with COVID, that Sorry has been... That. <laughs> with COVID, um, we are delivering our senior boxes. And is that going to change? Have you heard? Because it feels like things are about to come back things are pretty changing. much back to normal. Yeah. Um, but I think um, it's been an, it's been a nice service to provide for our seniors. So, oh, yeah. Um, awesome. I don't know for sure if that'll change. I, I mean, it's good for them to get out, too, but um, I think it's been nice for so our they, staff. So they actually, like, prefer it. And our staff kind of like it, too. Oh, do they? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, good. they like to be able to go and, you know, say hi and, and kind of be that encouragement. So. Yeah, for so, sure. So, yeah, and then that kind of segues into um, a new program that we just started about three weeks ago called Circle Talk, which is for 16 um, over. And it's a place for seniors to come and um, create relationships and a oh. place to come and talk about different things. Um, you know, COVID has kind of created some loneliness. And so, yeah. Um, Circle Talk is a place to help me. That is an awesome idea. Alleviate so where when does that happen? Or or that's brand new. That's it's about brand to new. It's brand new. We've actually been this is our third week. Um and that is Tuesdays at eleven o'clock. And so they'll come and um do circle talk and then they uh will eat a meal together. And so. it's it's for seniors over sixty. Over sixty. How many people have attended that so far? We have seven, I think. Yeah, I mean, I already have some people in mind. Yeah, so awesome. and that's just to come down and just enjoy the company and get exactly. out. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Yep. And, and that's at at the facility right there. It's actually at um, the United Methodist Church of Burlington. Okay. So we are um, renting a, a room there. So. Yeah. Oh, that's really neat. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I even knew of some some people in that age group that were meeting like at a. Burger King. Exactly. Okay, so you know who I'm talking about. Well, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's yeah, yeah. It's that it's that coffee group, you know, that type of thing. So, um, this is just a place for them to to come, and um, we have you know a a curriculum, so we can kind of get um some different conversations going, and I bet they're loving that. Yeah, um, this last week they talked about different things in history, and and. Were they there when those things in history happened, like you know <laughs> Pearl Harbor, Harbor, and um, World War II and um, wow. Vietnam, things like that? So, um, and you know, it's a time for them to reflect and, and remember some of that stuff. Well, and I think you make you know a really good point that a lot of seniors over the last year have been at home. Exactly. So yeah. they're getting back out and being social, and yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. You had mentioned staff. That was one question I wanted to ask because we. Obviously, out of this conversation, I'm realizing how many services you provide for the community. But on top of that, how many people are you staffing? We have or employing, I should say, nine employees Ooh. right now. Yeah, and then full time? No, not full time. Um, full time, we have five, and um, 
We have a, a high school girl that comes in a couple of afternoons and helps in the thrift store. And then we have um, a girl that uh, she works uh, for the Christian school, and then she comes and helps us with nurturing parenting um, at night and then helps us on Fridays um, doing some getting us prepped for the week for different programs there. So, And then we have a th- thrift store employee that's part-time. And then are you looking for any volunteers moving forward or – we are. Um, so catch, um, uh, there's, I've heard is 130 kids have, um, enrolled for summer school. And so, wow. <laughs> yeah, that could, you know, so 130 kids. Um, so anyway, we don't know for sure what that looks like for catch, but, um, you know, always looking for volunteers. Yeah. That's 130. I mean, you, <laughs> yep. I can see how you need yeah, some volunteers need a little for that. Bit of help there. That are you guys going to be really tired. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, high school kids that would like to either volunteer or, you know, um, what that might look like is to have them come and help us, um, with these kids, these kids, um, would love to look up to a high school uh, kid that would like to provide um, a little bit of mentoring, you know. So it's a great opportunity, I think, for us to mix these different age groups together and, and create some relationships there too. So, yeah, so volunteers are always needed. Our mobile okay. pantry, we're going to be, um, you know, it's every second Monday, and uh, we start at 8 o'clock, and it is um, we unload a truck full of food and then um, uh, box all of that food up into individual uh, family boxes. And then those boxes are then um, distributed into a drive through process, and that box is put into a car, and we move on to the next one. And it's, it's a lot of hard work. It, it takes about three hours, but it's yeah. um, nonstop for about three hours. So, yeah, volunteers are needed for that also for the uh, mobile pantry. Okay. And when we, when this airs, we'll make sure that we put that in the notes. We're going to put all these like little subtitles okay. and let everyone know. Okay. 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 Um, we uh, help with application assistance. We help with SNAP, which is uh, food stamp applications okay. and then Medicaid and CHP plus um, health uh, care applications. Kind of help walk families through first yep. time or yep. any questions yep. they might have yep. about qualification. Or. Exactly. Yep. And then um, Department of Human Services, then um, that application is sent to them, and then they're the ones who um, approve that and, and will make any other phone calls or contacts to make sure that all uh, information is received. Wow. Okay. Um, so CATCH, we've been doing that for quite a few years. Um, it's just exercise for kiddos. Um, and then we do a literacy for little ones, which is a preschool readiness program that we provide right now with COVID, we're putting packets together. And so each, uh, child care provider, um, in the Burlington area receives a book, a craft, um, song, um, a letter, of, uh, to help with re- letter recognition and, um, it's all provided and then the, the, uh, child care provider just um, teaches that, and then the next week we provide them with a new packet. So you guys are handing those out to all the child care? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Um, and then we have our thrift store. Um, we have Christmas boxes that we do um, in December, and so um, we work with Safeway and uh, Food Bank of the Rockies, and we provide a turkey and all the fixings at Christmas time. Not Berkey, right? No, not okay. Berkey. <laughs> she is safe. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, we do all about being a teen, 
which is um, right now we've just been working with uh, teenage girls, okay. but it's a curriculum. Um, we last uh, last month we worked out of Stratton and did a weekend, and um, so we did a Saturday Sunday thing where the kids, um, the girls came and spent the day doing some crafts and just talking about um, the different things that girls need to talk about from um, uh, boys and what their brains look like and what a girl's brain looks like and uh, peer pressure and being able to have confidence and strength to be able to say no against different things. So, Wow. Yeah. And so you guys have a website that we can let everyone know about where all these things are posted? Yep, prayfamilycenter.com. Okay. Um, so the summer food service program, we will be providing. Um, so the school is doing that in June, and then Prairie Family Center will do that in July. In July, it'll be uh, breakfast and lunch, and it'll be a grab-and-go um, like it was last summer. Okay. And so um, you can come and get uh, a bag of breakfast and lunch for your kiddos, and um, they can take that home and and eat uh, for the month of July. That's really good. Yes. Um, We do Exploring Foods, which is a preschool um, nutrition program. So we go into the preschool um, for six weeks for about 15, 20 minutes, and we'll bring different foods, and they get to smell it. They get to touch it. They get to squeeze it. They get to... um, play with it. Yeah, <laughs> they just make experience. It yeah. So they make a clown face. Um, so, you know, they have kiwis and bananas for eyes and um, peppers for noses, things like that. And so once they've made that face, then maybe, you know what, they might taste it. So <laughs> that's the last, that's, <laughs> that's the goal. The last. Right? That is the goal that they will get to taste that. Um, and then we also have energy outreach Colorado, which is a utility payment program. Okay. Um, Assistance. Yes, um, utility assistance. So um, from October 1st through, um, excuse me, November 1st through um, April 30th, they have to apply for LEAP, which um, we can help with that application also, or um, Department of Human Services can help with that application. And that will usually pay um, their gas bill, and then we can pay for an electric bill. So we can pay for one month. Mm-hmm. Um, throughout that period, um, which would actually that period then is October 1st through September 30th, um, where one utility bill could be paid. So, so they, there's help for that as well. There's help for that. Um, we also do respite care, which, um, is, um, a monthly one night where foster families can come and bring their, um, kiddos or kinship can bring their um, families and drop their kiddos off and spend um, the kids can spend two hours with us we'll provide a meal and have arts and crafts and games and things like that and so then the parents can go and enjoy um, some time alone um, have a date night or do something Uh, maybe they just need to go shopping or they just want to have a little bit of time to to veg and and know that their kiddos are being um, safe yeah. and so we're we work with um those those families there too um and then um we're also providing case management so some families um that receive more than um one service um in a month 
um, or if it's a something that continues. So if they continue to come and need help with um, utility payments every year, or they're coming and they're needing um, help with uh, food every month, we're going to ask that they um, help us with some case management. And so they're going to meet with an advocate once a week and talk about um, how their goal is going and what okay. we can do to help um, them um, achieve that goal. So, that, is, that is great. So yeah. really, that's you're encouraging them to find a way to to make positive improvement. Exactly. Yep. That is awesome. Yep. So it's not just, I no, that makes really good sense. So, so yeah, we have a lot going on. Um, we're is not, that all on the website? Because <laughs> I mean, that, that's a lot. <laughs> it is. Like, and then how did you guys get so immersed with the school system? Like I had no idea, but it sounds like you have a really good partnership with them. We do. We've been working with them for about um, seven or eight years, um, you know, providing uh, catch exploring foods and, um, it's just been a great partnership, um, to be able to, uh, be there right when the kids, you know, uh, get out of school. So then they can, um, have this after school program. Um, the preschool happens during the day while they're, um, at preschool. Um, and so it's just an opportunity that, you know, the, the, uh, preschool is able to, um, tap into us too to provide education and then to provide um an activity and um and that was just because you guys knew each other or just small community yeah, and said hey yeah, we, we sit on fit? um uh the preschool um I'm trying to think what pre- uh, the preschool board that um uh, Burlington Elementary School has and so we've been able to sit on that board and provide and so you know, it just, it works for both of us. We're able to meet yeah, their needs and, and them us too. So. Well, and I mean, I'll be honest. I, you know, I've, I've known about you guys for a long time and you guys are all great and you guys are always helping people, but I had no idea the scope of all these different services. So, yeah. I mean, that's, it's really impressive. Yeah. And it, you know, and it takes these collaborations and partnerships. We, we are working with uh, communities that care yep. and um, we, and Department of Human Services, um, Kit Carson County Department of Human Services, and we um, both, uh, or all three entities, um, we took um, pinwheels and made sure that every student in the county received a pinwheel and a a package of seeds um, during April for um, Child Abuse Awareness Month. And so, yeah, so there's a lot of things that we do um, to partner. uh, Department of Human Services and um, Communities That Care and CMP are continuing to provide us with referrals too for our parenting classes. And um, maybe, you know, we have, we have free diapers and wipes, um, formula. And so being able to receive these referrals helps us to be able to make sure that needs are being met. Definitely. Have you, have you seen a difference since COVID hit? I mean, what what has it done? Has it been less people reaching out to services, more? I mean, where does that stand? When COVID first started, um, we didn't quite see the need that we were seeing across um, the state. Um, you know, there were some family centers that were in real dire need of some funding. We weren't seeing that. But then Kit Carson County's numbers started to rise, and um, we were seeing more families that were being quarantined. And so, you know, they weren't able to work for two weeks and they were needing some help. And so then we, sure. we started to see those numbers. Yeah. People came in and were needing some help with food or needing uh, um, help with utility bills. And we at during COVID, we were able to help with um, two bills um, um, a year 
there. So, um, because we received some extra funding with COVID relief. Gotcha. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I really thank you for coming in. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, and then telling it. us all these programs, I appreciate it too. And I think what you guys do is so important to the community. So we're going to, we might reach out before we post this and just make sure we've got, it's a lot. So yeah. we're going to make sure that we get links to all this and direct yeah. people to the website. And I guess if anybody has a need, they know to come to you. And if somebody wants to donate, they know to come to you. I mean, you yep. guys are doing, I don't know where you're finding the time to do, to do all these things, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really appreciate it. Well, so thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate Take you care. having us here. Yeah. We'll have you back. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.